two guys who love talking about a game within a game in association with Fantasy Football Scout. I'm Peterson. I'm Andrew. And this is FPL SciNet. Hello, managers. Welcome back to the FPL Sidenet podcast. We are recording this on Black Friday, November the 24th. And as always, I'm joined by my man, Andrew, who is the Travis head to my Manus Lavashay. Andrew, how are you doing, my good friend? World champions. World champions. <laughs> World champions. <baby. laughs> I know you're a massive cricket fan. I mean, you named your... I am a massive cricket you, fan. You, you mentioned before you named your son after famous cricketer. It was David Boone, wasn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, if only I could grow the Booney moustache, I would. Or drink that many cans of beer between here and the UK. What was it? Was it 52? Yeah, something Tens insanely On the 24-hour stupid. flight? Yeah. 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 Nah. They uh, they wouldn't let you get away with that anymore. There'd be like RSA laws that would yeah. prevent them from serving you 52 beers these days. Although I reckon, but, um, Tra- I reckon Travis Head would have given that a good shake if he was um, on a play the next day. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that he was in pretty bad shape for a couple of days and he, he went full Jack Grealish after that World Cup final. Oh, but how did the international break tree? I mean, we haven't talked for ages. As as the kids say, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, yeah. <laughs> That's um, what they say. Is it? Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll trust you. Yeah, um, I've like fully tuned out from FPL. Mm. Hey, um, I, I couldn't even remember what happened last game week. So um, it's been a nice break. You know, I've been doing other things and, yeah, I don't know. What have you been up to in your um in your couple of weeks off? You've been renoing the house, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. For for well, actually, I want to apologize first up for anyone listening if this episode is a bit more echoey because yeah, I'm in my house, but I have no curtains at the moment. I'm in the new part of my house where I'm surrounded by walls and everything bouncing off <laughs> the walls at the moment. But yeah, renos and I've been sick. So not only was my team full of flags, I was flagged as well. So a, a bad, bad case of man for you. Hence why we're recording on Friday instead of yesterday. <laughs> yeah, correct. Oh well, it's um, you know, we haven't given people too much time to listen, but um, the good thing is, you know, there's a fair bit of um important information that's coming out in the last sort of 24 hours since we were supposed to record. Yes, that's um, right. A few, a few training photos have surfaced that have maybe changed our minds on what's going to happen this weekend. Mm, a certain um, Japanese international just jogging his way onto the pitch, setting FPL Twitter alight. He looked, he looked strong. He looked good. Yeah, who needs yeah, a doctor no when you doctor dribble? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, very interesting. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, we're recording this sort of a, a couple of hours before most of the press conferences, or a few hours before the press conferences. So, a lot of very interesting um, presses coming up tonight. Mm. Our time. Yeah, it's going to be um, a, a pretty important night of press conferences. But um, before we get stuck into FPL Game Week 13 with yep. what is going to be a juicy fixture to kick things off, um, yeah, casting our mind back to Game Week 12, I got a green arrow 
I can't tell you, you how relieved I was. <laughs> you're, you're, you didn't just get a green arrow. Like it was, it was bright green. It was a juicy. It was as green, green as it comes. <laughs> yeah. So why, why don't you, why don't you talk us through? It had to be your best game week rank of the season easily, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a game week rank of um, 69K dinner for two. Um, so nice. no, 97 points um, for, for the team there, but um, mostly on the back of the, the Greek God himself, Simicast, 15 points. So I, you know, I start him, those two assists there were, were amazing. Pedro Porro, who was so close to a double digit haul, had Spurs mm-hmm. held on and not capitulated and gone full Spurs at the end of that game. Yeah. And, um, yes. Saka with the assist. Bowen, who was my transfer in for Madison, just delivered with the eight points and yeah, I captain Mo Salah. So it was it just shows how important nailing that captaincy is. So I was stoked with that. And yeah, Harland, you know, with the 16 points in that insane four-all draw at Stanford Bridge. Darwin with the with the five points and Watkins with with six points as well. So yeah, huge green arrow. It was like a 1.3 million green arrow. So I'm now just Ooh. sitting outside the top top million. So I sort of given yeah, myself like, um, You're like a million and eleven thousand or something, aren't you? Like it's yeah. You've got to be like one one point away from being top million. Yeah, I, I, I was so, so close to breaking the one million, but I, I've given myself the next four weeks to half that. So I think that's a realistic target. That's that's what I'm giving myself. Oh, definitely. 500K by, you know, in the next four game weeks and then yep. push on from there. So, yeah. You could, do, you that. could do 500K in one game week. No, I really can, can, but I've, I've found this season when I've had good game weeks, it's been followed by huge bad game weeks so yeah i i found that for myself this season as well as all of the previous 17 seasons that i've played <laughs> so you have a good game week and it immediately just you know cuts you down to size the next week yeah yeah oh, no, no. fpl giveth fpl taketh away but um yep. yourself you finished up with you know a very good 75 points as well in the green arrow yeah i had a i had a really small green arrow it was um 75 points it's funny like i found that um so I think it was it was game week eleven, wasn't it? Where like everyone scored like twenty five points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So game week eleven, I think I got twenty nine points. It was a red arrow, but it kind of felt like a green arrow because a lot of the people, um, you know, on Twitter and 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 um, like engaged managers seem to get like less than that or around that score or less. So it kind of felt like, like me. A, yeah. Well, I didn't want to mention names, but yeah. Like he that says week, as he points kind of, at the Zoom call. <laughs> yes, making uncomfortable eye contact with you. Um, yeah, like that week it was a small red arrow that kind of felt like a green. And I think this week was a small green that felt like a red. Yeah. You know, like I feel like a lot of the engaged managers around did get, you know, a, a decent green arrow this week. And I kind of... I, I missed an opportunity with um with Simicast. I had his points on the bench, and if I'd if I'd had him in the starting lineup, then it would have been, you know, like a, maybe not as big of a week as you, but it would have been a really big week. So yeah, um, I got seventy five in the end. My, I got blanks across my entire backline, including the goalkeeper. Like two points from Ariola, zero pointer from Lascelles, two from Cash, one from Gahey, and then you have got first bench just Simicast's fifteen points, just staring <laughs> at me. Um, so that was frustrating. It was it was especially frustrating for me because I had Simicast in the lineup, and then um, after his 
calamitous kind of midweek performance in the was it the Champions League or the uh, Europa League? Europa, sorry, Europa. They're yeah. not in the Champions League. He was yeah, bad. No, had, he had that really bad midweek performance, and everyone was saying, "Look, I think that Gomez is going to start this week, and he'll be benched." And so, I brought Lascelles on for him, and then Lascelles proceeded to get a zero pointer, um, and then he he got fifteen on on the bench, which I. I still think that it wasn't a bad decision. I think that, you know, we didn't know that Gomez was injured. And if we did, then I never would have benched Simicast. But yeah. it still doesn't make it any less frustrating when Simicast was in my lineup two days before deadline and then I moved him out. Um, but yeah, that's that was the back line. Um, I got eight points from Bowen, um, 32 from Salah captain, which was good. Five from Saka. I got blanks from Martinelli, who was my new recruit into the team. I, I actually brought in Martinelli for Madison. That's all right. Um, and then, yeah, one point from Matoma, six from Watkins, and 16 from Harlan. So that gave me the 75 points, but I can't help but think I should have had 90. It's just, it's, it's been eating away at me throughout the international break. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, it's not like you've been stewing about it for the last two weeks. Have you? It's not like I've had any time to think about it. I, I Honestly, like I haven't um, thought about FPL very much, but every time I do, I realize that I left 15 points on the bench and I immediately ter- like focus on something else. I just can't face it. <laughs> yeah, but on, on paper, right, the Newcastle fixture against Bournemouth, like I remember saying, on the last episode that if I had Kieran Trippier, I, I would be captaining him in that game because mm. from what we'd seen, Newcastle looked a sure thing and yeah, just that's yeah. football. It is. It is. I mean, I, I guess they, they were missing a few players obviously. And um, Bruno Gumerish was um, suspended, which must've been pretty big for them. I think Yeah. Um, they just seem to be exhausted to be honest in that game. Mm. Yeah. But Anyway, the good thing is the next deadline is not that far away. We have chance to make amends. Yep. Yep. There's <laughs> always there's always next week. There's always there this is week. Always next week. <laughs> this week doesn't seem very good, does it? When you look at the when you look at what we've got coming up, the, the no. fixtures. No, especially when um, you open up the app and there is uh, flags everywhere. But uh, yeah, kicking things off, the first fixture. I mean. Just juicy, juicy, juicy. City Liverpool. What a game we've got to, to kick off for game week. Yes, it's going to be such a great game. Um, uh, what do you think is going to happen in this one? Like, forget FPL for a sec. Like, results wise, mm, what do you think is going to happen? I think I have. A, I mean, I have a feeling it's going to be high scoring. Liverpool yeah. score goals for fun. City can score goals for fun. Neither side looks exactly rock steady in defence. I know Liverpool mm. have probably been a bit better defensively, but. Going to the, yeah. the Etihad's a, a different proposition. And we've seen photos of Haaland in training. And we even have. we have. And I mean, even Julian Leron, I was listening to him earlier on in the day, and he was saying that had Norway needed to win that second fixture that they had in the international break, Haaland would have played. But it was yeah. effectively a, a dead rubber. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, so they gave him the rest. But interesting here is that, you know, because it's the early kickoff. That tends to affect our captaincy decisions sometimes with the whole Gundy thing. And, yep. um, you know, you got Harland up against Salah, two of the, the greatest FPL assets we've, we've encountered. Of all time. <laughs> of all time. And, yeah. yeah, it feels like that's probably where a lot of our decisions are going to go with so many question marks around. Yeah, sure. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I agree with what you said. Like, I can, I can see it being like a two-all 
Yeah. Or um, a 2-1. Like, I don't see it being like the KG nil all that you can sometimes get in games like this. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, that... Yeah, that being said, it's probably not the worst fixture to draw your captain from. But um, yeah, it, there there is always that worry. Like I think we discussed it last time we came out of an international break. I was a bit concerned about Liverpool mm. um, being a little bit um, you know, in the past they haven't been that great in the early kickoff after an international break. Like they've yep. looked a little bit slow or just off the pace or whatever. But I, I guess the last time, like Salah did Salah things, right? He scored that brace against Everton. Yeah. Um, in the early kickoff after the last international break. So, um, yeah, I mean, he showed that he can do it anytime. Yeah. And Salah's record against City is pretty damn good as well. I saw a um, good friend of the show, Ashley, FPL Prices, was putting out a tweet and um, and I saw it had some of the data there of Salah in, in his career against Man City. And, yeah, so it, it feels it like... bad. Yeah, it ain't bad. <laughs> it feels like it, it might be a Haaland v. Salah choice for myself and a lot of people yep. out there. But um, interesting that that City-Chelsea four-all, apparently that was Pep's first ever four-all match. Oh, really? As, as a manager, okay. yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, I mean, I suppose you don't get too many of them, do you? No. The, 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 the one I remember is that, um, I think it was Newcastle-Arsenal. Yes. Do you remember that one from a few oh, years ago? With, like, absolutely. Czech, Arsenal capitulate. The Diote <laughs> banger before all. Yeah, Pardew. That was... Um, Bananas on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But that that was a fantastic game. But yeah, the, this uh, Chelsea Man City game was was awesome as well. So, um, and I'm always happy to see Man City drop points. To be honest, we can't we can't be winning the title every year. <laughs> yeah, they they will. To... But yeah, let's just try and make it a bit more well, interesting. <laughs> I pre- at the start of the season I predicted they wouldn't, and um, I don't know whether I did it because I really thought that or whether I was just trying to be deliberately spicy, but um, <laughs> I, I am hoping that they don't. So Actually, I can sort of say at the end of the year, I told you so. I was going to say, regarding our preseason predictions, can you believe that yeah. we're up to game week 13 and a manager still has not been sacked? I know, it's outrageous because my guess was um, the Sheffield United manager, <laughs> Hecking Bottom, who no one knows. Who is who doing no one everything out of he possibly can to, to get yeah. fired. He's trying so hard to get fired and they just won't let him. Yeah, oh my God. I mean, yeah. crazy, crazy. But um, yeah, after that, we've got the uh, the Claret and Blue Derby. So Burnley yes. against West Ham, all eyes on Jared Bowen and his knee. Um I have a theory. I think he's going to play because, yeah, Uh, look, as someone who has... Don't get me excited, Pete. As someone who has suffered from chronic knee injuries um, and had a lot of fluid in the knees, like it's not the end of the world. So it's something that, you know, you can drain it. Like athletes can easily get their knees drained. I mean, it's very uncomfortable. But if that was the case, they probably might have done that earlier on in the week, given him a few days to recover. But I, I think with the fixture crunch coming up heading into Christmas, they'll be thinking, what can we do just to make sure Jared is okay to get through these fixtures? And then maybe later in the season when there's a gap, send him off for surgery um, yeah. or maybe get him to like, you know, the, the is there a, the Christmas break? This There's not a Christmas a break. winter break? Winter break, yeah, maybe get into there. there and, I think there is this year. There is a winter break, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know that, what it is. That's my that's my thinking. But I mean, who knows? I, I don't think Moyes is going to tell us anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he's not. That's the annoying thing. So yeah. I mean, we're, we're we're waiting for this press conference, but we're we're almost waiting to like 
read body language like yeah. we're playing a poker hand to see what he says <laughs> and try to read between the lines and see if we can like pick out the bullshit yeah um we're not really expecting proper quotes from him we're just no yeah we're just hoping that we can sort of figure something out from what he says yeah look i, I think it, if you're a bono and um owner just make peace with whatever decision you're going to make don't beat yourself up if you take him out he ends up playing or you keep him and he he doesn't play i'm keeping him uh, mostly because I've already made my free transfer. <laughs> but, yeah. um, also, I just think in the long run, the fixtures are just so much better for West Ham. If he misses a game, so be it. But if he's back for the next few, um, I, I'm stoked with that. So that that's... Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. if we can get some sort of indication that, you know, that it's not going to be long-term, then he probably is worth keeping. Like, mm. if, um, if David Moyes is like, oh, yeah, touch and go, we'll see how he is. Like, he's going to say stupid things like that. Yeah. Then it might be tempting to keep him because it sort of sounds like he might be right for the next game. Yeah. But, you know, if he comes straight out and says, oh, look, he needs to have a little procedure and it's going to be a couple of weeks then, or, you know, like three weeks is like five game weeks, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Especially this, this time of year. But it, it's also important to note, like, the North Macedonia game for England was a dead rubber and it was away. So at the start of yeah. the week, he obviously said, oh, you know, I'm a little bit sore here. And the medical team might have just said, look, you're better off just staying here, go back to West Ham, they'll assess you, rather than stay with us, do your training, jump on a flight, play half a game in a in a meaningless game and do potential yeah. damage to yourself so i get what you're yeah. saying but it wasn't meaningless to him though because he doesn't get to play for england too often true that's it that it is meaningless. a good point yeah anyway i mm. i just i just can't stop thinking are you a scrubs fan no but my like, brother is <laughs> he no, always tells me to watch just, scrubs <laughs> oh it's so good you'd love it i just can't stop thinking there's this one episode where this guy's got fluid in his lungs and they do like turk and jd to do this little rap whether it's like they rap it's he's got fluid and i cannot stop singing the um he's got fluid <laughs> rap in my head um whenever i think about this game but anyway i'm obviously thinking about um bowen too much this week yeah bowen and yusimikas points on the bench but uh f- yeah. following on we got our uh, luton crystal palace so great game if you've got um some palace defensive assets in your side i suppose yeah, I guess so. I mean, I've got gay here, and I guess Ooh. I'm hopeful of yeah. a of a clean sheet. But um, having said that, like this might be a fixture that Luton feel like they can jag a goal. I don't know, maybe and get get some sort of result. Yeah, um, they they probably yeah. would have had more of their squad um, back, like during the, mm. the international break. So it gives them a bit of time to regroup and sort of yeah. come up with some. Um, some plans for this Crystal Palace game and really target it. Yeah, I, I guess I, what I will say is that it doesn't look like there's going to be many clean sheets this week, if any. Mm. So maybe this is one game where you can see a re- realistic shot of a clean sheet. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a bit. It's going to be slim pickings for the defenders this week, I think. But mm, absolutely, yeah, not not unhappy to have Gahey. No, no, it's a good one to. To have, and then we got Newcastle Chelsea. So, oof, Newcastle looking to bounce back. Chelsea on a bit of a high. The international break came at a really bad time for Chelsea. Like their form heading into the break was was really yeah. good. Some really big, um, a big win and a big draw. Um, yeah. So th- and the opposite momentum. for Newcastle, right? Yeah. Like they really needed it. Yeah, so. yeah. So you know, momentum stopping for one and another one trying to regain it, but. 
yeah, this this game I have no idea what's going to happen. I know Cole Palmer is on a lot of radars at the moment, especially when you're considering midfield options for our sides. He's definitely on my radar. But I don't know about this week, but he's definitely on my radar. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't know, though. I think Newcastle, from my from memory, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but have they kept a clean sheet in almost every home game this season except maybe one? I, except maybe the Liverpool game? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure on that. I just I know away from home that they're not great. <laughs> oh, no. Pete's, Pete's battling. He's on mute. Um, yeah, I don't know. I might just be... Quoting false stats here, but my understanding is that Newcastle have pretty much kept a clean sheet in every home game, and um, I feel pretty good about their chances of a clean sheet in this game. To be honest, like they're going to have Gomerage back, they're going to have um, Isaac back, and you know, obviously, Isaac doesn't really do a lot defensively, but they are going to be stronger, and they've had a couple of weeks off to you know they look so tired as I mentioned earlier, and the in their game week twelve game. So um, I think the the international breaks come at the right time for them, and hopefully they're back to their normal dominant selves at home. Um, well, hopefully for for me anyway, because I don't have Cole Palmer, and I do have you know a Newcastle defender. So mm. thoughts on Isaac with Wilson potentially out for six weeks. Well, I think the rule of thumb is always that if one of them is out, then the other one becomes instantly one of the best forward options in the game. Um, Having said that, you know, like I just don't see myself using a transfer in the forward positions right now because I've got too many fires elsewhere. I've just got a couple of midfielders I don't really want anymore. Got defensive issues. I've still got Dan Byrne in my team. I just don't really see anywhere where I'm going to prioritize a a transfer in in the forwards. But I do like Izak. Moving mm. forward, because you know they'll try to they'll try to manage his minutes as best they can. But at the end of the day, Callum Wilson's out, and I think that Isaac will probably play every game, and maybe they'll manage their minutes, his minutes, by just having um, him come off a bit early and have Gordon play false nine for like the last 20, 30 of games. Yeah, yeah, and um, Forest Brighton. Forest Brighton. Well, this is for me. This is a big game if Matoma is fit. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people, including someone who may or may not be on this show, that's made an early transfer and gotten rid of Matoma. This and guy, all of a, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> people can't see you pointing at your own head with your thumbs. But yeah, I don't know if uh, if the training pitches are true. If uh, if he's fit, then you know he might be a nice little differential for me this week. So. Hopeful that um, Deserby has got some positive things to say in the press conference tonight because um, my plan all along was to keep him for this week and he was going to come out next week for Mbermo. Mm. You know, obviously, if Matoma's out, then, you know, I might uh, do what a lot of people are doing and go a week early on, on Mbermo. But um, it's not really some a plan that I was in love with because, I, you know, obviously, um, Mbermo's got, Arsenal this week, so um, not usually the kind of fixture that you bring someone in for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who would take Matoma out before getting any news? Anyways, uh, Sheffield United. Well, you got to save those point ones, Pete. you got to save those point ones. <laughs> it's all about those prizes. But, um, yeah. yeah, Sheffield United, Bournemouth. Um, big game, Dom. Is this the game? Big game, Dom. I am more interested in big game, Cam. Because... Um, <laughs> 
I feel like, yeah, I've got, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Do you have Cameron Archer in your team? No, I you do don't. not have the budget space. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't afford the 4.5. <laughs> no. No, no got, you, got you the, don't the, have the budget. I've got the triple threat. I've got Watkins, yeah. Darwin, and um, Harland, that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard of those guys. They're yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Cameron Archer, like, I, I don't mind him this week. And, you know, part of me doesn't mind if one of um, Bowen or Matoma is out because it means that I've got an excuse to let Archer come off the bench for this game home to Bournemouth and maybe do something for me. But what I don't want is for both Bowen and Matoma to be out. That would be, yeah, that's what that's that's what, what forces the transfer. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like Solanke for this game, but mm. I also do, I, I don't mind um, Cameron Archer. I, I was hopeful that Archer might even be on penalties with... um. Ollie McBurney out, but apparently McBurney is back and fit again. So yeah. gonna have to gonna have to rely on another um archer worldie from outside the box, which is seems to be the only way you can score. <laughs> and then um, a huge, huge game, Brentford Arsenal. So a lot of flashbacks to that um that first season Brentford were back in the league on that opening night against Arsenal yes. and they, they did them over. <laughs> they did them over 2 0, didn't they? Yeah, they did. It was the Ivan Tony show. Yeah, it was uh, the one where he put the tweet out saying "Good night" for a kickabout with my mates or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, and, um, hopefully, um, Embuemo is is having a good night kickabout with his mates for this game. Um. Yeah. Actually, speaking of Embuemo, like, um, what's the correct pronunciation? We've that's that's oh. been um that's been I think it's just Bumo, is it? Bumo. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they he um the Premier League sent out a tweet where a few of the players pronounced their names correctly and we've been we've been making his name way more complicated than we needed to. It's just <laughs> just Bumo. Bumo. So yeah. The M is silent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um but yeah, hopefully hopefully um Bumo's uh, quiet this week because yeah, um, I am leaning towards depending on press conferences. I am leaning towards maybe, um, even just saving a transfer this week and just letting yeah letting my uh, bench players come in. Yeah. So yeah, I just I, I will bring in Bumo this week if I have to. The same the same as you have, but I just really don't love bringing him in for this fixture home to Arsenal. It just seems like it seems like there's not going to be that many goals for either team. Yeah, you know, I could see it being one one nil or one all, um, but yeah, it just doesn't seem to be the kind of fixture that you want to bring an attacker in for. You know, you're not going to get a you're not going to get a haul. You might get a return, but if you're lucky, you're not going to get a haul. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. We'll see. Who knows? I mean, Arsenal defense though that's that seems to be a popular move for, for some managers out there. I mean, it was it's probably something I'm looking at doing in the next few weeks, especially with those fixtures. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I like I said to you before, I've still got Dan Burns stinking up my bench. So if I can figure out a way in the next couple of weeks to get him to an Arsenal defender, I think I'll be much better off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So many good choices there. When I mean Zinchenko, White, Gabriel, Saliba, yeah. or oh. is Kai Havertz going to play left back like he did for the German national side? Did he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that the man guy, who that has no, he's like the footballing nomad no one knows where to play this guy no one knows what position he plays like, no yeah. one can figure it out 
Yeah. So, yeah. Be good at one position. Don't be okay at don't a lot be, of different positions. <laughs> yeah, don't be bad at a lot of positions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Master, what do they say? Jack of all trades, master of none. That's Kai Havertz, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's spot on. That is the perfect <laughs> um, analogy for for one um, Cobra Kai Havertz. Then followed up, we've got Big Ange's Spurs up against Aston Villa. Um, two sides where a lot of assets are in a lot of our sides, and Spurs looking to bounce back from you know a disappointing last couple of weeks. But ooh, we still don't know about Madison though. That's the thing. We don't. We. Do we? Or we don't. I can't remember. It's been so long. <laughs> I think I thought Madison was like confirmed out until like January. Oh, that's it? right. Yeah, he was too. Big answer. Yeah. yeah. Nah, mate. <laughs> he's gonna be out for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then probably so. threw um, out some analogy about watching football at South Melbourne with his family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting game this one because both of them play such a high line, right? Yeah. So or the whole both both teams are just going to be on the halfway line. It's going to be like a volleyball game. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like line. an under sixes game where like just <laughs> big two big clumps of <laughs> players just face to face. Sweeper keeper. It does mean that there's going to be plenty of space in behind for both teams. I actually yeah. like this as a high scoring game. Um, mm. And you know, like I guess the main assets we've got is Sun from Spurs and you know Watkins. From Aston Villa, obviously, yeah. you know other player, other like, people have got, you know, they might have Cash and Diaby as well. Um, but yeah, I just I can see all of those players doing well in this game. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see you know any of those kind of assets getting double digit return because um, I do think that there's some attacking um, attacking returns to be had. Yeah, uh, in this game, in this mm-hmm. yeah. I, I just don't know which way it's going to go, but I do think there's going to be goals. Points are plenty from an FPL perspective, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. Like Spurs, I mean, they're still without Romero and yeah. Van der Ven, right? Mm-hmm. That's so right. So we've got, we're talking Watkins and Diaby V, Eric Dyer, and um, who else is, and is it Davies? Davies, yeah, Ben Davies. Yeah. So mm, you'd, you'd, you'd back, um, Villa's attackers, even though they're not as good away from home, you'd you'd back them to be able to exploit that um, a little bit because they're not the quickest, are they? Those two guys? No, they're not. Yeah. So yeah, I actually don't mind Watkins as a cheeky differential captain this week. Yeah, if you're willing to go there, I suppose. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. No, it's not. I, I can I can see him doing well. Now, Everton are hosting Man United, and big news during the break was Everton's 10-point deduction, and, you know, I'm going to break the glass and say the famous line, it's a good season if you're going to get a 10-point deduction. <laughs> yeah, it really is, though, isn't it? Like, Yeah. I mean, it's. do you think that they've – I don't know, it's interesting. Like, is it a coincidence that that's come now? versus you know last season or well i think it's it accumulates over i think three seasons so oh is that right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and they 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 admitted about it they admitted the the guilt that's why they they've caught the fine so when did they admit the guilt oh i think at the start of the season yeah okay it's not really guilt it's just they yes they confirmed that yes all these all these These numbers that are not good are correct yeah i just think that you know maybe you know 
it's worked out quite well for them that it's this season. Maybe it's worth their while not fighting it, right? Because if they fight it, then, you know, that deduction could be suspended. And then if they lose, then maybe that deduction comes next season, right? Yeah. They're better possibly. off just copying it on the chin and backing themselves to um to stay above the relegation zone in, in this season, which is a, a really good one. Um to you know for for the relegated team staying oh we're well, going back down i guess the yeah. promoted teams going back down i should say yeah, well, yeah I mean, interesting what are they three points from safety so not bad not bad not bad you know um considering how close they've come in the last couple of seasons to being relegated like that's relatively <laughs> comfortable yeah they'll they'll be used to it it's like a, a comfort blanket <laughs> yeah and how do you think they're going to react in this game, like, are you expecting to see like a deflated Everton, or are you expecting to see like a real reaction and maybe them coming firing out of the blocks? No, nah, well, um, Goodison's going to be rocking. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of how I'm leaning too. Yeah, I think Man United might struggle this week. Yeah, I think it's possibly one of the worst games anyone could have this week. Going to Goodison Park to take on Everton on the back of this. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, their their performances are much improved recently, anyway. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you know, if we if we expect them to react positively to this, and really come out and try to show that they're going to put the ten point deduction behind them, and and you know, uh, and stay in the Premier League regardless, then yeah, this could be like a real statement game. Yeah, and um, no Hoyland. No, I mean they they find goals hard enough to come by as it is, so. Um, wait one more attacking player out of the uh, out of the mix for them. So I guess even more reliance on Bruno and you know, I guess they just keep on hoping that Rashford's gonna turn it around, but he just hasn't. Yeah, it hasn't been the case. Talking about teams finding <clears throat> goals hard to come by. For the wolves. <laughs> You're right there, mate. He's he's battling, he's battling. Um yeah, Fulham Wolves is Another interesting game. Like I, I don't mind. Um, I don't really know how this game is going to go. I think zero FPL interest, really. Yeah, although I have heard a few people uh, throw the cheeky eight Norish out in as a well, defender to go. Happens for. once a year. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, what do you think is going to happen in this one? I couldn't tell you. I honestly uh, couldn't tell you. You know, is Raul Jimenez and Adama Traore. Up against their old side, yeah. Who knows? Probably zero zero. I guess there's a, <laughs> yeah, there's a few um, there's a few Leno owners out there these days, yeah. isn't there? So they'd probably be pretty happy with a zero zero. Yeah, good game if you're a Hawaiian owner, I suppose. That's one option we haven't really talked about for our midfield. Like if we're looking to make cheap sideways moves from Bowen or Matoma, maybe. maybe it's not the worst yeah. idea. Not the worst, but I feel like there's you know a few others. You know, like, there's, better. Like, there's better. I mean, I don't have Cole Palmer yet, so I'm not looking at like obviously I'm not looking at Huang. Um, there's, there's definitely other priorities before I go down that well. Oh, Huangs are not being looked at here, but uh, anyway, no, thank you. <laughs> it's time for Goodwill Punting, where we look at a differential for the game week, and you are casting a look at that Everton Man United game. I see, I am, I am. Well. I didn't think it was a very easy week for Goodwill Punting, to be honest. I thought no. it was a pretty tricky one. Yeah, it I, was. I'd be lying if I said that there was anyone that I really loved, but 
Um, I'm going for um, a bit of a left field one, Decore from Everton. Mm. 5.5 million, better than better of value than Huang, in my opinion. <laughs> um, 0.7% owned, so like a proper differential. He's having a sneaky, consistent season. I think he's like one point behind Matoma. Oh, wow. Um, he's got more points than a few other kind of... Um, you know, more high-profile players like uh, Soboslai, I think, was one that I saw he had less points than him. So he, he's, um, I don't know, he's kind of like a like an Aldi version of Yaya Toure, isn't he? He's just, you know, like he will he will make those kind of powerful runs and, and you know, um, get into the box and, and score a couple of goals. Um, and, yeah, I kind of like him for this week against Man United, whose defense, you know, hasn't looked great for a while. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, as you said, I think you said all of the important points earlier about, um, the reaction that we might get from them for this, from this, um, 10 point deduction and it, you know, Goodison could be rocking and they could get right behind Everton Everton. I think I wouldn't be surprised if Everton put in a really good performance and he might be, he might be part of it. So he's going to be my punt this week. I like it. If anyone can choose that, it's you. Well, yeah, I mean, I did all right last week, didn't I? Tell the people, because <laughs> I well, can't. Because you, <laughs> you can't. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you might recall I went for Trossard last week and he got the uh, cheeky goal and assist. I think that's really – I don't think either of us have been amazing this season at Google punting. This might be like the first proper haul that any of us have, have you know, managed to get out of it. So I got zero yeah, points. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On one hand, I was <laughs> – you got zero points because you got you went for Tino Livramento. Uh, I don't know. I think that was a very reasonable pick. No one expected him to be benched. And I don't think too many people expected Newcastle to get done over 2-0. So very unlucky. But, um, yeah, I was, I was happy on one hand with the Trossard punt. Um, but yeah, I actually brought in Martinelli and he got all the points and Martinelli got none. So from that point of view, I was not happy, but you know, <laughs> should have anyway. followed your own advice. <laughs> I know. Well, you even said it last week and I was just like, no, definitely not. So, <laughs> Why would I want no one to blame it myself? <laughs> Why would uh, I want points? Yeah. that doesn't sound like me. Uh, anyway, this week I'm putting the curse on Mohamed Kudus. 6.5 million, 1.6% owned. So, yeah, fit and available, in great form, great fixture. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's all I've got to say. So this will probably be followed up with a two-pointer. So, Well, I suppose your, your pick is sort of largely, um, I guess, based on an assumption that Bowen won't play, even though now you're starting to waver on that. I, I still think even with Bowen, it's still a good pick. He's a, he's a, it's a good fixture, right? Like it's a mm. great fixture. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, that's why I went with it. Anyway, oh captain, my captain, our top three picks. Who you got? I have the number one. Look, he, let me say this: I was one hundred percent committed to captaining Bowen this week before the injury. Yeah, same. I was so I was I was really excited about it. I was like, I, I thought that most people were going to stay safe with. Harland or even Salah. Yeah. And I was, and I really felt good about Bowen this week. But unfortunately, I think even if, you know, he, you know, Moyes comes out and says, oh, look, he, he'll be fine. He'll play. I think just, just the fact that that injury, that we know that injury is there is enough to turn me off. Yeah. You know, because who knows? Like maybe he aggravates it in the first 20 minutes, then he goes off for a one pointer. You know what I mean? Like I just don't think I can take that risk. So, um, 
Yeah, but Bowen was going to be my number one, but I'm taking him out of the equation. I've still so I'll go number one Harland. Um, I've got number two Sun and number three Watkins. So that, as we discussed, I really like that Spurs Villa game for goals, and those are kind of the two main goal threats for each of those teams. So yeah, um, Sun being you know on penalties and at home, he gets he's definitely a better option than Watkins. But I've got Watkins third. Yeah, no, really good picks there, and. I'm going with um, Harland um, in that home fixture <clears throat> against uh, Liverpool. Salah, second as well. You know, I talked earlier about those two up yeah. against each other and their records. And, yeah, Hungerman Sun, I, I agree. I think that that Villa game with the high line, Villa away, tend to be a bit more leaky. Yeah. Versus have goals. Yeah, they absolutely do. Yeah, that's 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 my thinking there. Um. All right, so what about, uh, I think I kind of touched on earlier that you um, had already made a transfer, but had, did you actually say what your transfer was? Yeah, okay, so I did transfer out Matoma for Embuemo. I did that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. before, like, because it looked like the prices were getting both. Yeah. It, it looked like they were both at risk of moving on the same day, didn't it? Yeah, that, it did. So I, I made the yeah. move um, and then saw the... Images of Matoma jogging out onto the pitch, but just looking strong as ever. <laughs> it's looking just great. <laughs> looking <laughs> like he's going to punish me <laughs> this game week. <laughs> I don't know. He's been fit all season. He hasn't really um, done the business so far. So, oh. yeah, I, I have lost a bit of patience with him. But yeah, I'm happy enough if he plays. Obviously, yeah. well, like you said, I I, I want Embuemo for next week anyway. Um, yeah, and yeah. Anyway. I did it. I don't really regret it. Um, I had a bit of a laugh when I saw Matoma. That's FPL, but hey, look, you got your point one from from Bumo today, right? And yeah, that's right. Knowing like this, the way the Matoma has been this season, he's he's been frequently disappointing, and I don't actually think that a way to Forest is that good of a fixture. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like I, I honestly don't think it's a bad move at all. Um, personally, like I think if if the pre- like, I guess I'm thinking of a few different scenarios. We've got the press conference conferences tonight. If it seems like there's a chance that both play, then I'll probably roll my transfer, knowing that if one doesn't play, then I've got Cameron Archer coming off the bench. Yeah. Um. If you know, obviously, if they both coaches come out and say, "Oh, look, they're they're fine, they'll play," then you know, I won't make a move. If they, if if it seems like, um, if if it's if it seems like one of them's definitely not going to play and they're going to be out, like if Matoma's out this week, then I'll definitely make the same move as you. Um, and then if Moyes comes out and says, "Yeah, Bowen's going to be out for a period of time," we're not really sure how long. You know, if it's obvious he's going to be out for a couple of weeks, then I'll I'll probably take him out. Um, but yeah, I guess so. It all really it's hanging in the air at the moment, depending on what these press conferences. Um, what what they come up with. Um, so yeah, I've I did sacrifice a little bit of team value by not making a move early, but I still think there's a possibility that I might even roll a transfer depending on the news coming out of the presses. Mm, info is key. Info is key. Exactly right. So and it's and I've been trying to get back to two free transfers for a while, and I've just had a few fires in the team. So mm. I think it would be this this week, which is not really looking like a great week. You know, I don't see a huge amount of upside in the transfers that I would make if I'm going to make a transfer. So I would like to roll if I can, but it might not be possible. Mm, but um, 
Before we finish up, FPL side net podcast update. So Gavin Poolbrook with his side Snorlax FC taking charge, top of the table, 797 points there. Um, like I mentioned before, our friend Ashley with his side Kane in Diaz, 794. So he dropped down to second spot. And Mahesh Sharma with their side Inter Melbourne, 700. And seventy three points there. Um, yourself, Andrew, where you you sitting in the in the table? Um, well, even though I had a small green arrow in terms of overall rank, I had a small red arrow in our league, so I'm down to thirty seventh. Okay, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, still closer to the top than me. I'm sitting at fifty four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's plenty of time. Let's uh, let's see where we're at. You know, at Christmas, and you know, <laughs> there's a few game weeks between now and the end of the year. We could there could be some big movement and drown our sorrows in um, pudding and food. <laughs> yeah, and beers. I've got uh, I've got two, um, I've got two beer advent calendars this year. So oh, I've com- I've cans. committed myself I've committed myself <laughs> to fifty beers this December, and I I think it's a noble quest. And um, you know, it's just something that I really thought was important to achieve. So I'm going to go for it. Look, some say you shouldn't have it for breakfast, but you do you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what do you do? What do you do if you're on night shift? You got to have a brekkie. You got to have it on your weekdays. <laughs> yeah, it's like a like a nine percent IPA on your Nutrigrain. <laughs> Diet of champions, but um, manager of game week twelve was uh, Shishia Nepan with their side Aguero, which is obviously a Peter Drury. Um, Call back there, 101 points. So that was a game week rank of 18,000. So I thought I was wow. in with a shout for manager of the week, but me uh, too. I got, I got picked. There's always, there's always someone better. There's than always someone. It's a very, it's, it's a very important, important lesson. Remember, kids, there's always someone better than you. Don't, <laughs> don't dream because there's always someone better. That's the advice I give to my children. Set the bar low, avoid disappointment. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Oh, anyway, let's, let's wrap this thing up. I, I can't talk anymore. You, you've carried this show all night. Uh, before we finish up, Twitter and Instagram at FPL Sidenet. And yeah, give Andrew a follow at FPL underscore point break. Like, subscribe, comment. You, you know what to do. We 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 love it when we see it. But um, Andrew, good luck for Game Week 13. Hopefully you get that info from Deserby and Moyes that, you, that you're searching for. Yeah, I'm sure Moyes is going to be very forthcoming with information. He's always he, he's always he's so um, open. <laughs> he, he turns up to those press conferences with FPL in mind every week. So and I <laughs> and I love that. I appreciate that. Thank you, David. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to be bright as rain um, answering yeah. all those questions. But yeah, good luck. Let's get that green. Oh, I think it's going to be tough work getting a green arrow this this week. Uh, it's, I prepared uh, for a big red. <laughs> Yeah, it's it looks ugly. It, yeah. it doesn't look good. So and anyway, it's it's going to be brutal, especially when you have no bench like me. But uh, yeah, good luck to to everyone else out there, and let your defensive sheets be clean and your arrows green. See you guys. Bye.